Hey everyone, happy to have you here for another episode of Legacy Matters. Today, as usual, we will talk about whatever comes up with a slight leaning toward discussions of preserving your legacy, preparing for things to come, and sharing stories we find amusing. Uh, All right, here we are. Legacy yeah, we are. matters. Hey, Thanks caught for it this legacy time. Legacy still does matter. Still does matter. Yes. Oh, Jim, who's hello? that stranger's voice we have? Oh, I'm, in our it's ears. Jim. Jim slash Sorry. Iron Maiden. <laughs> oh, Everyone knows right. your voices. I'm just wondering. Uh, Sarah hasn't been on a few of our last. That's She's been true. in wine country. <laughs> she has not been. In no, wine I, in my defense, I've been doing actual work and yeah. or so. and or sick. And or sick, right? Perfectly I'm acceptable. I'm just saying, it's nice to have you back. Okay, thanks. Yeah, welcome. Anyway, okay, so welcome to Legacy Matters podcast. Um, yep. Thanks the, for tuning just in. Just some of the nonsense things that we have to get out of the way. Check us out, LegacyMattersPodcast.com. Blah, blah. We have a new Facebook page. Ooh, Ooh exciting. Ooh. Fa- what's Facebook? I know. Facebook, Instagram, there. you know, all that jazz. And also, um, Leave a review for us if you'd be so inclined. Hopefully, something yeah. nice and a rating. We do. <laughs> Sam and I put together some little how-to videos for people because they were confused. So, just on, check that out. On how to use. On how to how to find us. Number one oh, on the platforms, right. and then how to leave a quick review. Yeah, and so if you're subscribing, it doesn't mean you have to pay, Grandma. Nope, it's free. <laughs> FYI, <laughs> it just means that it'll show <laughs> Everything up. Everything <laughs> about this is free. Jim, uh, what do we got for weather? Yeah, today? weather check. All right, so we do a weather check <laughs> every time we do a podcast too. So uh, here we are in January, and it's a it's a cool day. It's brisk. Um, it's got a little sleet, little ice. Um, I'm ready for uh, what's well, not doing gray. it right now. It's just gray and yeah. cloudy it's and. Gray. It kind of just... What are they saying about later in the week, though? Big snow. That's big what they're snow. saying. Yes, like a foot of snow, possibly. They keep revising it. It was at it was like 16 feet the first time I heard, and then yeah. it went down to four. It, it, now so it's now down it's to like six inches, <laughs> maybe. Right, right. Okay. Ah. okay, so we'll get a dusting Friday. Who cares? <laughs> All right, anyways. We've okay. got a guest. So we do have yeah, a guest. We Sarah. We have uh, Mr. Jake Rude with us. Hey, Hello. how are you? Welcome. And Thank you for having me. Thanks Jake for coming is, uh, in. Yeah. Is a bit of an institution in this city. That means I'm old. No, right? <laughs> but you're, you're not even. You'll be much more of an institution when you age even further. Yeah, you've got a ways yeah. to go. Mm. I started young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sounds good. Well, for those who may be unfamiliar, transmission mm-hmm. is your. Yeah, is what is it deal? exactly? It's all encompassing in my life. Yes. It is a uh, it's a club night. It's a radio show, and it is my company. And it's a great song by Joy Division, where it all it sure is. It's the <laughs> nucleus of where it all came from. So yeah, Transmission uh, is is a specialty show on uh, the current Thursday nights at ten o'clock Central Time. Uh, been there for nine years now, which wow. is insane. Um, Transmission the club night has been going every Wednesday uh, for 19 years. Every, you haven't you are missed old. a Wednesday. No, well, I mean, Christmas. Uh, every once in a while, you know, yeah. I'll get sick and I'll have to have like a sub just because, I mean, oh, like, that's a bummer. I mean, I DJ a lot sick, yeah. no doubt sure. about it, but 
there are some times where it's just it's like just you can't like, even get out of bed yeah. because you, you mean feel like, like death. sick. Yeah, like you mean sick, like sick. that sick, but not like yeah. the kids go that's sick. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not that hip. Okay, all right. Yeah. Nor is he. Yeah. yeah, but I'm surrounded with teenage kids, boys. Is that sick? Uh, oh, I don't even think they say that anymore. Never. Who knows? Mind. It's Jim. probably right. Past. Yeah. Um. So it's at the VFW, right? The, the Uptown VFW Uptown. every. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, every uh, we uh, gotta, Wednesday. Right across we gotta the go to this. parking lot from the Herkimer, like that VFW? Is that yeah, right next to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a parking lot in between the two. Little one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I spent a lot of time. At the Herkimer? At the Herkimer. At okay. The yep. and, and a fair amount of time at the VFW. There's like a shuffleboard thing oh, right there out there. happens to be, yes. Oh, you play. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sam, so. Not only does he play, but he's like the champion. Oh, okay. I was for a period of time. Yeah. Yep. So then you're looking at the sidewall of the VFW every time you're out there playing. That's right. So, yeah. I've yep. been there for two years every Wednesday uh, from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And... And uh, yeah, so in March of this year, as a matter of fact, it hasn't even been announced yet, but um, it'll be the 19th anniversary of Transmission, the club night. And I don't know, I, this, I'm thinking like, should I cap it off at 20? That's a nice, that's a nice mm. time to like say, it's really hard to wake up um, and go to bed <laughs> at 3.30 and 4 a.m. when I'm in my yeah. mid-40s. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it was really fun doing all this in my 20s and 30s. But as I'm, you know, uh, heading towards the big 5-0 in, in a few years, it's really, really hard. Have you got Going to bed this late destroys. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've got a four-year-old daughter and she mm-hmm. has no uh, idea of what time. I've got a three-and-a-half-year-old. You get it. Is she We're your living... favorite person in the entire world? Oh, I love her. Yeah. I love her <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, I know how it works. Of course. You know? Yeah, but yeah. you know, at the same time, I, I sleep in the guest room on those nights. Right. And But that still doesn't mean that little Flintstone isn't going down the hallway yeah. at 7 a.m. Yeah, right. Still yep waking me up after two and a half hours of sleep so yeah those things are a challenge and you can see it in my eyes these days (laughs) and what were you sharing with us before about the number of people that have gotten married oh yeah so um as of right now 13 people have met at a transmission event and gone on to make it official and tie the knot which is something i'm you know i'm proud of really cool yeah I mean, and, that, uh, that I, says... I keep track. I've got a list at home of who the couples are. Do you, they, wow. do you suppose there are others that you don't know of? Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, there would have to be. Yeah. yeah. I would hope I'm over 15. That would be amazing. But I'd love to <laughs> and, know them. And one of them was a guest on our show, is what you were saying. So Chan Pauling. Yeah. Chan his... met his uh, wife at Transmission at um, First Avenue at one of my anniversary shows. He That's... was one. Of, he was my guest DJ. and. Oh, wow. I don't know how the two of them, you know, met or connected, but um, just just sheer magnetism. Yeah. I think you know. And he sh- wrote a song about that experience too. It's called "Lost You on the Dance Floor." It's on the uh, the Last Suburbs. Of, of course album. he did. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So each transmission is is on a uh, suburbs record, and uh, and here how we are. We're going to be uh, doing a gig together in uh, on Valentine's Day this year. That's right. In, in the main room. So I'm excited about that awesome. too. So Chan is definitely a hero of mine. Um, you know, it, my, my big heroes are like Brian Ferry of Roxy Music oh. and David Bowie, um, people who mix style, music, and art mm-hmm. together so well. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, Chan does that really well, too. I mean, there's no doubt that Bowie and Ferry are his idols as well. But uh, if there's anything that's close, 
uh, out of the Twin Cities, Chan does it mm. well, and it's done authentically, which is that, you know, yeah. part. Do you yep. feel like that's missing a lot in today's music? Um, <clears throat> what? The that mix of like you're talking about the Brian Ferries of the world. Do you feel like it's become so manufactured? Yeah, I, yeah. I think that you know maybe young kids are like. <laughs> Who's that dude? I know, what, what, no idea. Who's that guy thinking? What a grandpa! <laughs> right. Well, I mean, he, he is a grandpa now, and but that's he still oozes cool. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. just saw him at the Palace Theater two, three years ago. Uh, that was my fifth time seeing him, and uh, he still is like mesmerizing, mm-hmm. you know, captivating. Even in his, obviously, he's got it down pat, but even in his early seventies, he was just controlling of the audience in. Mm. In a in a beautiful way, right? You know, that's yeah. our our boy Chan. We're still talking. About? No, no, this Brian, Brian Ferry. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm like, you, He's you not missed that. One. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I I zoned out for one second yeah. and I missed that, and I'm like, Chan could not be no. in his 70s. That guy is aging so well. Yeah. <laughs> so Jake, are you from here? Uh, yeah, I was born. Uh, well, I was born in Fargo. Okay. Uh, oh. And my father lives in Fergus Falls <laughs> oh, with yeah. my stepmother, and then I was raised down here with my mom in the New Brighton Fridley area. Okay. Went to yep. uh, Totino Grace High School, but uh, uh, raised mainly in New Brighton, kind of a, like a small town within the Twin Cities. I, yeah. I liked it. Yep. I had a good time there. I know Fergus Falls well. Do, do, do you yeah? know Perham? Yeah, I do know Purim. Yeah, so that's kind of where I is that where spent you're from? A lot. I well, I'm actually from Crystal, okay. <laughs> Crystal, Minnesota. Crystal, Minnesota, right over right yeah. right over that way. Um, yeah. But then we, my parents, ended up uh, moving up to Purim, and okay. I was a you know back and forth from Purim and yeah. Minneapolis since I was like five. So yeah, yeah. Does so. Purim have a, a big giant? Uh, is is it the prairie chicken? Every all these little communities up there have these statues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fergus has got the otter. Yes, yes. I, I believe it's the. I believe so. But what Purim does have is Tuffy's dog food. Is and it, uh, uh, barrel of fun, you oh, know, barrel as manufacturers. Fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it has a, sometimes a sweet aroma in the town. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a horrible aroma. <laughs> to put it yeah. nicely. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, did you I grow think, up on the lakes up there? Mm-hmm. Little Pine Lake. Okay. Yeah. Like fishing or water skiing and all that all jazz? All the above. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Listening listening to Maiden? I, I loved. So so yes. Yes. Listening. Because that so, fits like a glove up there. Like the, oh. The, oh. It's Crystal. Oh, too. Def Leppard. <laughs> and the Billy Squire. Absolutely. The Do you remember the Wax Museum in Robbinsdale? The yeah, record, the record store? store, of course. Yeah. 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 So that's where I found all my music, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. And back then, you'd befriend the people at the shop. Of course. Yeah, it was a combination of, uh, you know, suburban dirt, heavy metal. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, the Iron Horse was also in um, Crystal. But then yeah. also, like, you know, like, yeah, listening to Iron Maiden and The Cure at the exact same yeah. time, right. you yep. know, and having equal love totally. for both of them. Man, that's amazing. It, that's the best way to be, open-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you kind of mix both um uh, and a lot of you know some people just were Iron Maiden some were just here but I happen to be both yeah so. me too yeah me too yeah. I like well I guess a little bit more on the uh, you know classic alternative and gothic edge than than the metal mm-hmm. I like pop metal I did like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I mean Hysteria and Pyromania those were great records right. in, in my day you know in our day I guess yeah um, yeah and when I was younger, obviously Maiden and Priest, they were like intimidating. Mm-hmm. They were like, right. oh my God, they're scary bands. But then yeah. as I got older, I was like, wow, there's a time and place for this stuff. Right. You know? 
those shows were really scary and yeah. intimidating to, for me. <laughs> right. Like, the priest, I've got the screaming for vengeance up there. Right, there it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, going to a show like that, I was like, I was so little, and I was like, wow, this is cool, but I'm kind of freaked out. Yeah. Like, I hope I don't get my ass kicked. Right. <laughs> you it was know? part of the experience. Like, Again. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. But at the Cure show, I was putting on some eyeliner, getting ready for that one. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. Not so, worried about getting your ass kicked. I was not worried about getting my ass kicked at the Cure show. Do you still spend a lot of time up there? I know you want to ask something, but up in the Fergus area? I just... Um, more like holidays, that yeah. type of thing. Now that I've got a family here and I'm so rooted with my career in the Twin Cities, it's hard to actually get away. Yeah. And most of what I do is on the weekends. So it's if I do get away, it's like a Sunday through a Tuesday, which is kind of like a weekend for me. Yeah. Because I'm booked so many Fridays and Saturdays for events and gigs. Yeah. I spend the uh, last 20 years uh, down the road at... Uh, Battle Lake. I oh, spent yeah. a lot of time up in Battle Lake. So. Yeah, right on. Yep. So did you Pretty go uh, bowling at the Shorewood? Yeah, yep, I yeah. have. Did you ever go to those flea markets? I found some good records there. Uh, no, I have not. That's really not my thing. Oh, dang. <laughs> the flea markets. You but should be a that. crate digger. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> what is it, turtle races? Yeah, turtle races. The Turtle races. Yeah, they have the yeah. downtown ice cream shop they have kids. the ice cream shop yeah i'm sure that Grannies. dairy queen does not like that ice cream no shop. no yeah. they do a brisk business as a matter of fact uh battle lake is one of the first nightclub experiences because they used to have a teen night at um what's the name of the steakhouse or uh oh it's like it's earl's a, or something like that. no oh if you said it i'd know it yeah stubs stubs it's stubs they used to ha- exactly they used to have a nightclub there and a teen night and it was the first time i ever heard blue monday and it blew my mind oh, as wow. like a 13 year old and uh, i think that's partially i mean i was watching mtv and of course i liked the fix and duran duran and a flock of seagulls and all of those things from the videos but to experience blue monday new orders blue monday on a dance floor yeah that was the first time that I, I specifically remember that. And it blew my mind. And uh, I would think that that has uh, had it some sway. You. Uh-huh. I was going to ask you, actually, it's funny you brought up, M- brought up MTV. <clears throat> I was um, very much raised on MTV. I know it sounds Me too. Like- bad yeah. but my parents had cable <laughs> and Same you know Madonna was, came on like yeah. a virgin and she's like oh my god but you know we still had MTV and that yeah. very very much influenced my music yeah. because it's just right there and it was a new right a new thing yeah that I mean was, when when that came out I mean that was that's what's so interesting about what you're doing with transmission well that was I mean, my dream job was to yeah. be a VJ and mm. then of course the network turned to you Crap. can swear it. it can, you sure oh, can. Yeah, yeah. It turned to shit. It did. Yeah. 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 It yeah. Did. So how did you how did you come up with this? I mean, how did this kind of form? So so the closest thing I'll ever be to uh, being an MTV VJ is what I do now. Is a, yeah. a, a VJ at nightclubs and playing music videos. I had just amassed a massive VHS and DVD collection, and have just have turned them digitally since. And now I just play them out and about to you know a good quality MP3. Uh, formats and uh, people dance to to those musics just and so the kids dig it because they're um, experiencing things that uh, either they read about or their parents record collection Mm -hmm. and then a lot of people in their 40s and 50s and 60s come down because they saw the bands in their prime they remember seeing these videos on MTV when they were first out Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just 
I love, I think my favorite thing in the world to do is, is connecting people to music. And yeah. that's why I feel it I'm brings very, such joy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why people fall in love at your, at your, you know, I guess it shows. makes sense, isn't at it? Least, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. At least 13. Right. Yeah. Wait, what? Couples. Uh, oh, 13 couples. Married. Right. No. Yeah. No, At least 13 couples have met. Oh, you. I thought you were uh, talking about 13 years no. old. Like, no, 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 no. It no. was a little confusing. I yes. wasn't sure either. No, I kind of got quiet really yep. quick because I was like, uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what's Where happening. Where are you going with that? <laughs> right. No. Yeah. So you, so I saw you at the John Cusack Say Anything was mm-hmm. that November October I can't remember at the Ordway oh, I can't remember I can't the remember date. either it was I want to say it was October yeah but you did that your so whole fun. video music thing and just people were dancing and, and I'll be like, doing it again in front of uh, Howard Jones at the Ordway coming up here in March yeah very cool. I didn't hear about that. I don't know where my yeah. calendar is. That I is, didn't hear about that either. Oh my gosh, Jim, we're going to have to go. Yeah, we're definitely but I, going. But what I loved about it is it just elicits this joy from people because yeah. people that really love that music, mm-hmm. and I'm, I consider myself that, you're just walking, you're like, now nah, I feel at home. You mm-hmm. know? It's a good... Uh, good energy. That's, that's my favorite thing to do. I've many different facets of my career, one of my favorite things to do is be a quote opener of artists when they hit town and they play first avenue or the varsity or any other venue i'll get hired to warm up the crowd and Mm -hmm. kind of like build up the atmosphere so because a lot of times like sound guys for bands will just put on a a disc or put on a playlist and it's like that's so boring and there's Mm -hmm. nothing going on no one's listening to the music whereas if you walk into first avenue for a show and i'm doing a vj gig or a dj gig I'm building uh, up to the headliner. Mm-hmm. So people, by the time the screen rises and the lights go down, people are just pumped up to see that headliner. I so love that. So you did, and I also saw you when you opened for um, Peter Hook. Oh, yeah. Recently. I've done that f- the last you four times. You said four times, yeah. yeah. I saw him when they came. were in town maybe a year and a half ago or mm-hmm. something, and then he came back. And yep. I ended up going to that show by myself. I've never gone to a concert by myself. Oh, I it's remember fun, you isn't it? And I couldn't yeah. get anyone to come with me. I said, no, I'm fine. And I, you were still um, DJing, and I think you were playing like the Sex Pistols or something. Yeah, I like to play you know, artists that, uh, that the artists are inspired by. Yeah. So yep. Peter Hook obviously you know, loved the punk yeah. scene and was directly influenced by it so i played heavy on the buzzcocks the uh-huh. clash the pistols the Susie and the banshees uh-huh. all that good stuff oh that was so cool yeah it was a great Thanks. show great yeah show. it's uh, i'm announcing another one today but i can't officially okay. right now <laughs> but in about two hours i'll be able to okay um, you can tell us off air yeah right <laughs> off air like like we're air. broadcasting out to the world at this no. point yeah. well by the time this comes out it'll be it'll be out yeah Okay, so then, yeah, we're announcing uh, a band. Not a lot of folks in the U.S. know them unless they followed like 120 minutes on MTV. They got loved it. Yeah, so it's a band called uh, House of Love, who are a British band that started in the mid to late 80s and um, probably had their their heyday in the early to mid 90s. Uh, but then, you know, America was consumed with everything like heavy and grunge. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, Britain was just so, well, the mid-90s Britpop hit with Pulp and mm-hmm. Blur and Suede and Oasis and Elastica. 
And uh, that's just coming off the heels of shoegaze, which of bands like Ride and Lush and, and Slow Dive and My Bloody Valentine. And House of Love kinds of, kind of got lost in all of that. They've got their own thing, but yet they still kind of fit all of it as well. So a very unique band, and I'm super psyched to work with them. That's cool. Yeah. So are they coming to um, They're going to play tour? the Turf Club. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Coming up and when I, in the spring? And I wish again yeah. I had my calendar in front of me so I could give <laughs> you okay. the... That's we okay. can figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe in the second half of the show, I'll have all these dates. <laughs> yeah. So I how, are you still question? discovering oh. things like from the 80s and the early 90s? Like, Non-stop. You know, yeah. yeah. That's oh, that's yeah. the cool thing about your show, too. Like, you know, when I tune into it, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I'll hear something or some deep cut by like New Order or something mm-hmm. like that that I'm like, God, I, I miss that. Right. Or like maybe I heard it once and, yeah. now, right. it's and then all of a sudden it's like, it's amazing how good it sounds. Like, yeah. I'm like, wow, this is fresh. It's still again. relevant today, I think. Oh, it completely sound, right? is. You Everything know. is cyclical. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I look forward to having this sound be like, well, I don't know if it'll ever be the it thing again. Um, but, uh, you know, the the synthy sounds, there's always a, an underground scene. Uh, there are great indie bands that are directly influenced by good post-punk and mm-hmm. synth pop and new wave. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, this week on uh, the current website as well as on my program I'm doing the uh, transmissions top tracks of 2019 so it's 120 songs by modern artists mm-hmm. that uh, are directly influenced by oh, post-punk punk new wave synth pop shoegaze dream pop and all the stuff that transmission is known for right oh so, cool yeah each yeah. year I'll because um, a lot of people are like so how do I find new music and I'll just go out and do a lot of the digging for people mm-hmm. and say, hey, check out these bands. If, right. if you love Joy Division and New Order and The Cure and The Smiths, you'll totally dig these guys. That's, that's like your, so important. That's like yeah. your record store. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, the same thing. I mean, like, right. like during the time that well, I've these... worked at five record stores in my day, so I get <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have to, you know, back in the day, I mean, you have to be friends with someone at a record store and then when i walk in they'd be like i got something for you totally yeah and they'd pull it out and and part of you know back in the day for me it was like you know you couldn't listen to it because it was an album you Mm -hmm. know there was no way that just trust me is what they'd say yeah and you know you'd kind of stare at the album cover i remember uh i remember two artists uh, strictly on the look Zig Zig Sputnik. Oh, heck you yeah. Know? Yeah. And then uh, Gene Loves Jezebel. Yeah. Love, you know, I was like, oh, I'm into this. Just worked with them last year. They came. No. Yeah. Really? They came with The Alarm in Modern English and Gene oh, Loves Jezebel. Yeah. Wow. It was yes. a beautiful show at the Fine Line. It was almost sold out. Yeah. You would have dug it. I would have loved that. Unfortunately, the brothers are, um, like so many brothers in rock and roll, not <laughs> grooving on each other. And right. Went their separate ways. <laughs> You know, they've each they've each got their own version of Gene Loves Jezebel now. They which, do, okay. Yeah, but the one, the, the vocalist, is it Michael, I believe, or is it Jay? I think it's Michael. I think it's Michael, yeah. Yeah, he's the one that did the show at the okay. fine line, so it sounded great. I would have loved that one. Yeah. And The Alarm? The Alarm, yeah. Wow. Mike Peters, he's still Aren't going strong. Who, were, who did they just play in The Current? We're like, who is that? Mm. Was it The Alarm? Oh, it was The Cult. Oh, The Cult. Oh, yes. Yeah, which favorites. I've seen numerous times. Yeah. yeah that Talk never about does a band it. that melds the the, right. the the alternative and the metal world perfectly. Completely. Yeah. Just beautiful yeah. when that Love album came love, out. Love, Electric, and Sonic yes. Temple. Yeah. Yes. The trifecta I mean, of awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. How was the... The Fix was just here, yeah? Yeah. How was that? It was 
amazing. Amazing. Yeah, he's uh, Cy Kernan of the Fix. He's just, uh, you know, all these cats, if they take care of their voice and then they take care of themselves and their body, they can still deliver, and he mm-hmm. delivers 100%. He, mm-hmm. If you close your eyes, it's it sounds like 1982. Wow. Yeah. So, so cool. Jake, during yeah. these times, <laughs> I mean, were you, what were you... Are you a musician? I was, Are, were you wearing the makeup? Were you doing the hair? The similar whole- to Sarah, I was glued to MTV. Mm-hmm. I was a weird... Uh, I like how you put like name tags so I don't forget. Right. Yeah, see... We no, had... Someone we had, came, in, uh, someone came in and we're like, oh, well, obviously... I, well, I mean, Sarah. I didn't forget, but I, I, I looked... <laughs> it's, I, not, it's nice, right? I looked down and I'll it is nice. Yeah. Myself. <laughs> there was one over there with your name on it There before. was. I think we threw it away. We're all someone a little messy over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I was a, I was addicted to MTV, mm-hmm. too. I have a question about MTV yeah. for the three mm-hmm. of you because mm-hmm. I, I don't... I'm not into music in the same way you guys are, but I still love music. Sure. But... Uh, I mean, I remember MTV very, very well as a kid, mm-hmm. and it was great. And then there was VH1, and they were both playing videos. So, yep. first question: Do bands still make music videos? Oh, they do, but it's online. Right. It's, but and do most are, of them make them? There are cable networks too. That um, well, I guess MTV and VH1 were cable networks, but they're deep in those hundreds of uh, right. channels. There are other networks too these days that play all music, and I can't remember them. Music videos, music videos. I, I just yeah. wonder because sorry, sir, but I, I just wonder because it, like just from a straight life business perspective, there were two of the most popular stations on cable television uh mtv and vh1 that Mm -hmm. were both doing the same thing videos because people loved consuming watching those videos and then what happened like why why did that all of a sudden the real world i know was introduced yeah but but like that's literally what happened that was like the first reality show and then they saw how the ratings happened with that and everything sprouted Uh from there and now the entire world is ruled by reality 91 yeah Yeah, no I, i get that part but what i don't get is that like like if uh, if we all are riding bicycles, right, and then someday someone comes out with the tricycle for adults or something, and, and you're like, you know what, no more bicycles. Like someone's gonna start. I mean, making- the Segway. Yeah, the Segway. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, something. Yeah. I was looking for something there. Sure. The Segway. It like. Okay, so Huffy isn't making bikes anymore. They went under, but yeah. someone else is gonna pick that up. Yeah. Like, why? Why is it not? It was such a phenomenon thing. Yeah. That, yeah that you would think that someone else if if mtv and vh1 aren't going to do it that someone else would come out with something that would work still showing the videos cultural the cultural change i think the generations beneath us now didn't quite grow up with what we grew up with right so videos are still there like i was just in a bar the other day and it's all people i've kind of heard of but it's like the very poppy the megan trainers mm-hmm. and like that's not my thing at all mm-hmm. and They'll be showing videos in the bar along with the music, kind of what you're doing. Yeah. So I think these videos exist. Or you go to um, YouTube is the new MTV. YouTube. Yeah. Really. Oh, is that is that what yeah. it is? Oh yeah, everyone watches the music videos on on YouTube. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess I just so it's and, just you know, not a- that was that was a <laughs> so. I still remember Circus and Hit Parade or Magazine. Of course. You know, so like... You're always bringing it back to metal. I, I like am, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. I'm going to keep it real, you know? <laughs> totally. Listen, I'm from Crystal. Cooper, man. <laughs> you know? Um, but, you know, it, it, back in back in the day, I mean, you didn't know what artists looked like. I mean, you would right. hear something on the radio, yep. but you'd be like, 
you have no there's no way to know what they mm-hmm. look like mm-hmm. until a magazine came out right that was or back- cream came out or yes. something like that you know and then and then it just eventually you know once a video came out it was like it, i mean it was the censor it either made or broke, broke. yeah yes. do you know where i'm going with oh, this yeah. story was, billy squire billy squire oh. was yeah. he too unattractive what's that, to what's be- that song where he, uh, uh Stroking? No. Um, um, oh, oh, oh. It's uh, the way he, the clothes he wore, the makeup he wore, and the way he d- pranced and danced around the room. All his yes. diehard rock and, and right. metal fans said, what's up with this? And uh, what's up with Squire? Uh, sunk. Yeah. And it's the, uh, if you said the name of the song, that's. Uh, I know, I know. I'm looking at yeah. I know I the little, it. the snap, yeah, though, that you got yeah. going on. Because it is, is, he's just going like. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's in a studio right. apartment. And I remember, and, didn't he have like pink jeans, yeah. I think? Oh, I think he might be wearing really like super short shorts. Yeah, and yeah, and maybe a crop top. Yeah, <laughs> right, a crop like, top. Yep. yep. And yep. it's like neon colors and right. very oh, unrock. Right. Very unrock. Yeah. But geez, here but I am. Billy Squire, I mean, Squire rock. Yeah, what's the song again? Well, here I am, and, and where am I finding the uh, news on Billy Squire? VH1 News. Oh, so they, they exist still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both of them exist. They, they just don't yeah. play music videos. Weird. Um, let's see. Sorry. Uh, the Big Beat. You could just Google no. Billy Squire video that, that, that ruined his, his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you have a favorite um, video? And that Don't Say No album is so good, by the way. Gosh. I love Isn't it, though? I love that record. I know. Uh, it is. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, he's... So he's still, he's still out doing it, and his yeah. voice still is. Yeah, the, he's still. Ooh. I mean, you're right. If you put in Billy Squire <laughs> and you start to type the word vid- video, yeah, it comes up. The this number two thing is video ended career. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, is that rock me tonight? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> rock me tonight. Yeah. Rock 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 and roll me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's a great tune. It it is a great song. Yeah. But the the visuals weren't the such visual did with the not vo- match yeah. what, right. what people thought. But prior yeah. to MTV, you could have unattractive people be singers too. This yes. is also what absolutely uh, sunk. I don't want to say sunk because it was just announced he's coming on his 40th anniversary, and I'm a huge fan of Yacht Rock, but Christopher Cross. Ah, yeah. uh, he's doing a tour? Yes, he's coming cool. to, I think, Treasure Island. Of and, course. Uh, <laughs> I know, all of these cats, uh, they, they play the casinos that I want to... You know who I'm going to see next uh, in line with that is Michael McDonald and oh, the Doobie Brothers. Oh, fair. I'll be there, of Oh, course. my God. I, I had to make sure. I'm like, I'm only going I'll be Michael doing a McDonald's. pre-party. Yeah. Are you oh, really? We're there. Do you yeah. get do you get press passes to things? Like is that something do you have that type of pull where you can get I'll do I'll work with like the state fair and do giveaways at my nights to help spread um, the word of these shows. So I've always I've, we've just talked about this before and we've never oh, pursued no. it. No, no, no I'm not asking. Going. I'm just we, we've never pursued it before. But like all of those concerts that happened down at Mystic Lake that were are so good and we yeah. want to see that, like. Uh, we wonder if because we have a podcast, could we get a press? Oh, right. <laughs> like, can we can we play that game? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know We're not Jake Rhodes. Uh, I don't know. Oh no, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so MTV came out. Um, Christopher Cross won Grammys. He was riding yep. high. Prolific. Right, but then uh, people saw, and this sounds so shallow. But you know he's not uh, he's not Brian Ferry he's no, not right. Simon no. Bon and no. he's not right he yes. doesn't have the the model looks and uh, so then that like his career started declining again it was just is it's 
MTV was good and bad all at the same right. time. Sure. Right. And it, yeah. it got so big that it kind of imploded. And that's what that's what happened to it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the hair like sprouting out from oh, yeah. authentic metal yeah. and good rock, uh, the hair bands came along. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it just got too, was, too much. Oh, God. It just got, yeah. And they were saturated. everywhere. Yeah. Right. And there was no well, was authentic so quality. Formulaic. formulaic. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Who were the blonde uh, twins? Um, the Hanson twins? No. 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 The Nelson. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh my well, it gosh! It was Ricky Nelson's. Kids. I know, and that's the thing. What's the video after the rain? Or oh, I think that's you, the album. Is or, it? Or, uh, you're you're digging deep. <laughs> Look who knows the metal too. Have you yeah. seen? Over here. Have yeah. you seen? And I'm They're not dying. Really metal. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm dying to find some a recording of this, and I can't find it. The Jan, Jan, Janine Garofalo, Dennis mm-hmm. Leary, Chris Kattan, and uh, someone else. They did the top twenty-five worst videos. Oh wow! Do you know what I'm t- on MTV? No, I never did it was see like that. the mid '90s. Yeah, and they had that um, vanilla ice, and there's this whole you know litany of things. But it was just right said Fred was oh, on yeah. there. I can see that. You one. know, yeah, we yeah. saw them dig that yesterday. Right said Fred. Oh really? A couple guys that look like them. Just a couple bald yeah. dudes. Oh wow! Jim and, pulled that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty. Accurate. Were they built too? <laughs> not not no? as okay. much. Not but, as much, but, but yeah. yeah, they were they echoing. Were, they uh, sure reminiscent of Red Set Brother. I'm sure they get that a lot. Then you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't or know. Yeah, Rico Suave. Yeah, right. uh, Geraldo. Remember, yeah. Is yeah. it Geraldo or Geraldo? Geraldo. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that my wife saw him live. Shirt? Oh, Did really? she really? Well, and one of those. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, when everyone comes together, a packaged tour. Oh, yeah. In, the, in like 1990, I think she saw him with maybe like Boys to Men and oh, all of those right. early, you know, That's early his 90s. That's his one song. Yeah. Is, right. that, is that the, that is is that the, the guy? Rico Suave. Rico Suave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, who's the guy Rico. with the, he's too sexy for his shirt. Oh, that's, that's, that's right, right said, said Fred. Fred. Oh, that is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. It's two Louise. guys or maybe yeah. it's one guy. Oof. Yeah, you don't know music very well. Oh, I really don't. No, no, no. I'm completely. Um, The other. I'm just. I'm kidding. You're not supposed to know about those bands that much anyway. (laughs) Not a lot of people do. But I forget names. I mean, like, I forget my my cousin's names. Yeah. So when it comes to music, I know it, I've heard it, but I could not tell you who it was singing it. Or any of the band members or any any of the rest of it. Right. Do you play music trivia? Uh, I. I wish I had the time. Yeah, um, I, I would love to. I, I feel like I would do would, very well. I think you'd probably be excluded, I think. No? Because <laughs> you'd Possibly. just be like an automatic winner, you I, know? I get called a uh, weirdo encyclopedic um, right. guy. Because, I mean, I don't know... Uh, you know, it's it's nice to be well-rounded and know a little about a lot of things, and that's not me. I'm, like, off the deep end in music, in and that, that's mm-hmm. my life. And thank God I... I uh, base my career in music because otherwise I'd be screwed. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God somebody's doing it because what happens when you're done? Um, uh, done with my career? Well, yeah, you're just, you know. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a, that's, hopefully that's be, a scary thought because who's going to continue this on, you know? Well, there are always other DJs. True. Uh, but um, I don't know if there's other folks out there that are doing exactly what I'm sure. doing. Yeah. Um, as far as like the... The owning a company and having so I've got a team of seven DJs now okay. under the transmission music. So transmission has also sprouted off into a 
a company called Transmission Music, and we do weddings and corporate gigs and private parties. I think I did 20 50th birthday parties last year alone. Wow. That's personally in my pocket, obviously, yeah. because it's the folks that were raised on MTV and, mm-hmm. yeah. and want to relive that and have a, have a slew of their friends come and just have a huge party and have me play a ton of their favorite bands and artists. But we, you mentioned Megan Trainer and all that. Of course, it's our job to stay on top of the top 40, too, because my company does weddings. But I don't do too many weddings anymore myself. Okay. But I did them for many, many, many moons. Right. Yeah. So you have to. So we have to, to we have stuff. to know what's shaking in the yeah. top 40 yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Yes. And then we're going to come back. Yeah. We, yes. we've, uh, we've killed our first half hour here. So we ripped through. <laughs> ripped wow, through. that was really fast. I know. It must be having a good time. We've barely yeah. scratched the surface. I know. Okay. It's true. Take All right. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the Andalin app, a first of its kind digital legacy preservation app that allows you to digitally attach photos, videos, and audio recordings to the places and objects you love. Imagine hearing your grandmother's voice telling the stories of your family heirlooms. Preserve your memories, prepare for the future, and share with those you love. Andalin, available in the App Store and Google Play. Visit andalin.app for more information. Need some help with a construction project? Looking for thoughtful design and honest answers about what is possible and what is not? Kinetic Design Build is a full-service boutique remodeler servicing residential and commercial clients in the Twin Cities. Design and build with purpose. Visit kineticdesignbuild.com to request a consultation. Packing for a trip? Let Pack Simply give you a little help by delivering travel-safe products directly to your door in an airport security-safe pouch. Unbelievably easy and surprisingly simple. Make your life easier. Visit packsimply.com. Interested in art? James Holmberg is both an artist and an art consultant. His strong connections in the Minnesota art world give him a unique perspective on the talented pool of artists from our region. Let James guide you to an original work that will come alive in your home. Visit jamesholmberg.com to find out more. All right. Do you want to go on a wilderness adventure with me, Sam? Or maybe you know a group of kids who could benefit from an extended break from their electronics. Or maybe you just need a break from those kids. Visit earthedfound.org for more information about how to get started. For information about becoming a sponsor of Legacy Matters, please visit LegacyMattersPodcast.com. We're back. Oh, you oh. said it just at the right time. We are back, actually. <laughs> All right. Here we are. <laughs> you got us. That's, uh, it's, well. That was a very DJ type that of was. thing. That was. Well, that was Jimmy Fallon making fun of, like, 70s DJs. Right. <laughs> we yeah. got the latest here from Zeppelin. <laughs> Hang tight. <laughs> and also, but this is much more, speaking of SNL, uh, the way we're talking today, it's the sweaty balls. It is. The you are oh, the second totally. person to say that in less than two weeks. To yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. It's just there's something Did about you watch, it. Uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> well, I, I was going to imagine when you were doing the forecast, I was going to do the turkey drop. Yes. But uh, just, classic. Yep. Classic. Who do you want to be from there? Les Nessman. 
No, no I was thinking more Johnny Fever. Johnny Fever. Fever right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, who wants to be less Nestle? No one no, wants to be. Doesn't he slightly but resemble rather, Johnny Fever too? Well, you need some facial hair yeah, a little I bit do. more. I, I still can't grow and facial put on hair. and put on a pair of shades. Right. Yeah. I do have the shades. Yeah, yes, man. Yeah. But it's the it's the hair. The hair. It's the hair. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to think I'm still have a little bit more than Johnny Fever. But, yeah. You know, I'm getting there. I can see that vibe. Um, yeah. yeah. What's his real name again? Uh, oh. Oh my God! That, I, What's oh, the actors? Those guys were like, yeah, I don't know, incredibly old it's people. Not and Winkler, that's the no, no. Uh, Walter. Uh, I can't I'll remember. Google it, I'm, I'm it's going, like on the I'm tip going. of my yeah. tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he was also um, head of the class. Was that his second show? Yes, he was oh, a teacher. Yes, right. yeah, totally that was on for like a right. season or two. Yeah, yeah. Lonnie Anderson. Right. Ooh, yeah, she, well. she was in WKRP. Yeah, yes. when she was still married to Bert. John Caravella. No, no, that is not him. Oh, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait. That, that's uh, Howard Hessman. Howard Hessman. Hessman. Mm-hmm. But no, oh, it it's is. based off of a guy. Uh, it, yeah, this it's is ba- what we call dead air right now. Uh, oh, it's fine. No one cares. No one listens to this. <laughs> People are probably wondering as well. But yes, right. Howard Hessman is the No, I don't know what this man. is. Foreign after so, format Jake, change. I have a, yeah. So, all right, your first transmission thing. So you're, you're kind of conjuring this up, right? You're thinking, okay. Yep. Uh, do you remember the first time you did it? Yeah, first, it was not <laughs> transmission. Um, it was, so the night before transmission was called Sound and Vision after the David Bowie um, mm-hmm. tune. Um, and then before that, it was known as a couple other things. It was the Blue Room at the front. Um, it was oh. my very first DJ night right when I turned 21 it was called room 7609, which is a lyric from a Duran Duran B side. Uh, the, 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 the song is called late bar and I was, a, uh, my DJ name. And then I figured out like DJ names were kind of, I don't want to, no offense to any of DJs that don't <laughs> sure. use their real name, but I'm right. like, it didn't fit me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. felt weird. Like. Mm-hmm. I'm the chauffeur, you know, <laughs> that was my DJ name, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's it's actually yeah. a cool, cool. name. That's also yeah. kind of, cause it's uh, like, it's Durant, bringing Durant you in a reference. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. It's the yeah. last song on Rio, which yeah. is one of my right favorite up. records yep. of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Should we talk about the baseline on Rio? Cause everyone talks about the John baseline. Taylor. There's know, some right? great uh, YouTube footage of that to where it's isolated, where you can just hear him rip it. Yeah, oh. Isn't that supposed to be one of the best? Yeah, that was one of my favorite interviews, and the the one where I've probably sounded the most nervous. I've interviewed Brian Ferry for the current, but I also interviewed John Taylor for his autobiography when it came out. And I mean, I was like, like a little schoolgirl, totally, uh, yeah, <laughs> big time. I mean, you know, his posters were on my wall. Duran yeah, Duran was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm talking to one of my idols, and um, so I'm just, so yeah, John. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, one of those things. Yeah, it was. It was kind of Chris Farley and and Paul McCartney to bring mm-hmm. back SNL. You know, mm-hmm. do you remember when you were in the Beatles? You know, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> you got, have you guys seen that? Yes. No. Oh, you I, need I don't know to if I see have. that. Oh. I, I'm, yeah. I, okay, I want you to go back to the chauffeur as you yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Sorry, so that I was so at the back first... room of Jitters downtown Minneapolis. Oh. Do you remember when Jitters yeah, was yeah. located? Uh-huh. Yeah, yep, they had a yep. back room, and that was the very first place I DJ. And right, it, and it was called Room Seven Six Zero Nine, and lasted maybe a few months until we moved to the front, which was adjacent to, mm-hmm. um, you know, Ground Zero, uh, which I became uh, the Friday night DJ in that room. Uh, I did their Friday night kind of new wave 
uh, 80s night. Right. Um, and then that's where I kind of got my first big room experience, and that was probably 98. Uh, and so just been going strong since I haven't stopped DJing clubs since I've been 21 and I'll be 46. Okay. So, yep. All right. Yeah. That's, that's a long time. It's a long time. Long yeah. Time. So, but I am, so transmission has only been around on under the name for 19 years, but I've been DJing a lot longer than that. Only 19 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's this deal with, with thinking that you might end it after 20? I don't get it. Uh, I think and just ending the weekly, so yeah. because because it's just too hard mm-hmm. to stay up that late mm-hmm. and like put on my game face because I, I run a company mm-hmm. and uh, right. I have to be up at like nine children, o'clock yeah. and I've got mm-hmm. kids and it's just so so just the weekly. Is yeah, I've been, do, I've been doing Wednesdays do every week for nineteen years straight. Yeah. Would you do it once? A I would month? do it. I would make it a monthly. Okay. Yeah. All right, just checking. No, I want transmission to continue. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it probably might move to a Friday or a Saturday. Makes sense. Versus so, a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. When you were in high school, were you uh, throwing parties at your Jake house? Jake Jams. Yeah? People actually oh, paid me okay. money to make mixes for them. <laughs> they were called Jake Jams. Wow. Yeah. Does I don't know. If, am I supposed to even admit that? Like the copyright no, or whatever? Like people, you know. You, oh, they're, they're not coming after Now, you. is this a mixed tape? <laughs> Yeah, mixed tape. Yeah, yeah. Jake Jams. I stole some music. God, I wish I had a Jake Jam. I didn't. I wish I could. There's probably, I don't know, 50 people out there in in this uh, Twin Cities that have got an original Jake Jam. And it's not that I charged. They wanted to give me money for it because they appreciated (laughs) the time. And, you know, because when you made a mix, this was the day of making cassette. You put a lot of love and artwork and the spine. Yeah. You know, people gave me three, five bucks for them. And I was Uh just like... There's my lunch money right there. <laughs> right. Yeah. We've talked about this before, though. Uh, we have. Jim has good recall of the uh, whatever TDK. Yeah, 90, the TDK. SA90 the, or blink, the blink. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The one you yeah. had to get. But but what yeah. I wonder is, when you were making mixtapes, where were you getting the original content, and how are you getting it from mm-hmm. wherever you had it onto a tape? Uh, well, it was either um, CDs or, or uh, vinyl, right? I, I suppose both. in the 90s it would have been CDs. Yeah, and I had the dual sure. dual mm-hmm. cassette mm-hmm. player and you'd just have the record player going. Or or it uh, you could put a cassette next to the original cassette, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. and record it. Yep. Can't yeah, I remember. Just, that was too long ago I, now. No, I asked yeah. because it was yeah. not an easy thing. It was There was a lot that, that went into... Now, once the, everything got digital and it was on CD, it became a lot easier to make a mixed... CD, right? But a mixed tape, tape took a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I know when we were when we were kids, we were recording some things directly from off like, the radio. Off the radio, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You'd wait for it to play, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and hope the DJ wouldn't talk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, it was the worst when the DJ yeah. started talking to it, and you're like, oh, right. I gotta wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I don't gonna... have a clean version of the song now. Right. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty lo-fi stuff too. Really, yeah, it's good innocent times. Yeah, yeah. All right. So do you? But you don't have any of those mixtapes anymore, do you? I do have. You do. Um, I have mixtapes that I made myself to listen to in the car. Yeah. Okay, uh, they're just sitting in my cassette storage container in the storage room because okay. I don't I don't have a cassette player. How anymore. much longer before those uh, before disintegrate? The, yeah, I don't know the science behind that, but uh, apparently that happens. Yeah, I, I know that we we had. Uh, I've had some film redone, and the, and the guy who does it, uh, Thor Anderson or whatever, was saving tape. But he said uh, like ecto 
Chrome or whatever, some of the old slides, mm -hmm. like that's it. They're, they're, you got another three to five years or something and they're all wow. deteriorating. And I know that tape is sort of the same way. There's like a, unless it's in a completely controlled this, environment, it's done after this a while. This is a good time to plug your company right now. The, uh, Andalyn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do, we do it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's our gig really is, is storing memory i don't know we're not necessarily so much of a audio storage right? oh, I, was just, I just mean memory yeah, uh, memory, yeah, yeah. memory yep. preservation yep. Mm -hmm. uh you know that's that's what that's why we have you in to talk about the 80s and the 90s and remember these things alive, yeah, yeah. Huh? legacy alive this is how memory is preserved right through communication um sure. so i want to ask um so my grandkids might hear this one day they will. Oh, they that, yeah. sure will. That's the hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hope. It's like a, it's How like are a you slice guys? of life. <laughs> I love you. I love your mom. <laughs> She's such a sweetheart. I just gave her a bath last night. Oh. It's bath time with the Beatles, and she loves When I'm 64. That's her favorite oh, song. That's so cute. Yes. Bath that's time great. With the Beatles. Yeah. yeah do, you, do you DJ for your baby when she's taking a bath? Oh, like, she knows all of this music now. I bet now. she does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not I'm not into music history, but I do I listen to music nonstop. And so uh, my three and a half year old, whose name is Andalyn, that's where that comes oh, from. Oh, cool. Uh, she she dances with you know she I, I sit in the living room play the music and she dances for me mm -hmm. all night long. It's yeah, super fun. Oh yeah, it's good it. to instill that at a young age. Totally. Oh you know? man, yeah. she Give is so into it. Yeah, she no loves, matter what it is, loves it. So when you're at home, I mean, what what, what do you got? I mean, are you, do you have like a full system or are you... Yeah, you, you know, know I'm you not kinda... into that audiophile thing yet someday, mm -hmm. uh, just because of priorities. Someday right. I hope to be that dude where I walk in and it's all pristine and there's no little kid that could destroy <laughs> things around. And there's like a, you know, whatever thousands of dollars LP player and with a huge heavy arm and, and yeah. massive speakers. That's what I want too. Yeah, right. <laughs> someday. Yeah. Someday I'll be there. But well, right you now. Were, during break, you were mentioning the uh, mid-century <laughs> yeah, modern. Mid so I'm modern. like envisioning yeah. your whole setup with that. Right yeah. yeah. But, but that doesn't. That's uh, not well, yeah. I have more of like a space age consoles. I've got kind of like two. They look like flying saucers. They're called electro home. Um, and it, it just like uh, opens up like a little uh, it's the one globe. on your website right uh, right yeah. yeah the one the, yep. the picture of yeah that's one of, that's my record player that's a I, yeah. I noticed that right away I was oh, like wow yeah. that's sweet yeah so my office is all our house is more like Danish modern um, more 50s and 60s natural organic wood but my office you walk into it and it's like 1968 to 1974 it's all space age, so it's all mm. plastics and uh, uh, Panasonic Japanese radios, uh, Tuda loops that went around your wrist. You may have even had one. A lot of kids put them on their bikes back in the day, or they were little panapets that looked like little Martians. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, and they were all various colors. There was yellow, green, red, blue, white. And then there's uh, the Weltron 8-track players, which I've, they look like space helmets. I've got these all. I'll show you pictures. Yeah. yeah I've got so you're a collector, the, too. I, I collect, like, space-age yeah. uh, transistor radios. That's so yeah. cool. I'm, that's I'm a weirdo. No, yeah. that's, no that's not We weird. were talking briefly I, on I'm the break. just agree with him. Sure. We were talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. We were talking briefly so. on the break about 
aesthetics and Jim and I always say aesthetics matter like we're redoing one of our websites and it's taking me three days because I'm just a perfectionist but it's a matter of like it's the picture it's the font and it's totally kind of the whole package package right and I and it's rare to find that in someone that's going to sound very snobby but uh that that gets it and appreciates it yeah that appreciates that because I think um I hear that from uh clients that hire us they'll say yeah, we visited your website and, you know, it just compared to so many other DJ or DJ company websites, yours just like spoke to us Mm -hmm. because we can tell you care, Mm -hmm. you care about the details and you take it seriously. It's not just like throw up some stuff or, you know, put on things that you think are supposed to, you're supposed to put up there, you know. You're getting away from the inauthentic or inauthentic, um, you know, way of showing yourself Mm -hmm. which i think is hard for a lot of people to be comfortable with what they like sure it's easy to do something that's more mass produced or conventional right Mm -hmm. what's something new that you've discovered like i you know with talking with you i'm thinking like there's not a band you don't know but Mm -hmm. like have you discovered something that that recently i like to go back really yeah Yeah. like and that's what i mean like going backwards and, and so i would like uh, you know, go into my parents' record collection and like take out every record and lay them all out on the floor and read the liner notes and and study. And so, uh, back when Cool One Hundred Eight was good times and great oldies, you know, it was fifties <laughs> and sixties. Yeah, um, and now it's eighties because we're older, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> but uh, I loved and I, I just worshipped the '50s and '60s rock and roll, and um, and I think that really laid the groundwork to my love of the Beatles, which sprouted so many other bands. But um, God, where was I going with this? <laughs> well, you had the albums kind of spread out, and and just the discovery, yeah, you know, the discovery process, really, you right. know, and like you know, you go, you're going backwards, but like there's so. I, people miss things, you mm-hmm. know? So I was kind of asking like, what was something that you've discovered that you just, you hadn't? Well, um, so you mean newer no, artists? No, old oh, artists. Old, old, old artists. artists that you maybe discovered recently that. Well, another thing that made me kind of a weirdo in high school was, um, I, I love Frank Sinatra. I literally own like every one of his records and then from Frank. And I think that Harry Connick Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason I kind of must have looked like him in high school when he was super popular when like when the Harry Met Sally mm-hmm. uh was was popular he did the soundtrack mm-hmm. and everyone called me it was either uh Harry Connick or Jason from 90210 because I had oh yeah chops and the big uh, hair right I, I don't look like either of those guys but I think uh, it was the hair yeah. it had to it have been the hair, hair. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have nice hair <laughs> I can see Harry Connick a little bit. Yeah. I, I get it. But through Harry, I discovered Sinatra. And then um, when I went off to college, I became a jazz DJ. And I was oh. a late night jazz. And then I was an afternoon big band and swing. And so then I was introduced to Les Brown and Tommy Dorsey and Harry James and Artie Shaw and all these unbelievable artists from the 30s and 40s, uh, thanks to Sinatra. 
and then I had a listening audience. This was in Grand Forks because I went up there to be a, a, I was wondering, a, a pilot. Um, so I, you went to Grand Forks? I did for two years until I figured out I did not want to be a pilot. I wanted to be a pilot for all the wrong reasons. Speaking of aesthetics, I, I wanted to wear a uniform. I wanted to like fly around <laughs> the world in Pan Am style, you know, and that's not the I world we live in. I can picture this right now as, with your headphones on. Yeah. You kind of, yeah. you're, Ladies and gentlemen, when you I enjoy know. the flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cool luggage. Yeah, yeah. That guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you, you know, you should really know numbers well, and I hate, I hate math and I should have probably known that before really diving into the whole stuff. How study. far did you get into it? Um, I went on a couple like private uh, you know flights yeah. uh, kind of intro- introducing what the whole program is about and um, did you take any of the coursework? And also uh, when we were on a private flight we, we landed and then the guy in front of us said yeah a farmer shot at us uh, because we got too close to his land and I was like what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. what? And, and where were is, you landing? What's that? Where were you landing? Oh w- well we were landing on like the air base at the University of North Dakota but um, you know <laughs> the, Don't the, mess with North Dakota No the farmers up there uh, you know yeah. they're, they're not all shooting at airplanes No they're not and I don't <laughs> that think that that I, I don't think that probably ever happened again. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Um, did wow. you do coursework? I, I I briefly thought about it and went to St. Cloud and I took to the first couple of courses. Yeah. Toward and you know you're right like all the math totally the, the pre-flight stuff. Yeah, the and, navigation and all. Oh like, Jesus, that's I just, got lost. In I all totally of that. did, and I dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> that's funny. So that's what you went to college for. Yeah. Okay. And so then I went to uh, I switched over to communications and broadcasting, and I was a, a jazz DJ up there, and I was also. Um, I was a news reporter for the student television uh, program or uh, station up there, Studio One. It's called. Yeah, a lot of folks graduate from out of there and then become, you know, legit broadcasters, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. But I didn't want to go down that route. Too, I just um, music controlled me, and that's actually where I started DJing for crowds for the very first time. I wasn't in a fraternity, but I got. Uh, hired to be a DJ at frat parties. Mm, mm-hmm. And that's where nice. I started DJing parties for the first time. And it, and the campuses weren't dry at that time either. So right. you look at like meatballs or all these old movies. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's, that's real. This shit exists. <laughs> right. Yeah. Animal like people house. were animal house. That's what I was yes. thinking. Not meatballs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the DJ is the point of focus. I mean, if you're DJ in one of those parties, it was insane. The, those parties were insane. Yeah. yeah. What were you playing at the time? Were you playing like the, yeah, all ready for this. Because <laughs> this is like, you know, the 90s and all that. Were you playing the old stuff he then? or playing that. That, Probably, that yeah. was the new I know stuff. Exactly it was. The era, yeah. I it got was. the power. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, was, I was playing Too Unlimited and Snap yes. and, uh, you know, Rhythm is a Dancer. Right. You know, that was all the <laughs> right. dance music. Right. So it was like 19... That's like early 90s. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was 92, yeah. 93, 90, yeah, yeah. 92, 93. So 45, so yeah, that's, we're the same the age. Yeah. Tail end of my high school career, that is exactly what was being played yeah, at every totally. party. Yeah. But I mean, the power to control the crowd like that must have just been it was well yeah awesome. it's nothing compared to like being able to dj at the place you grew up and went to sunday night dance parties and uh, i mean i'll never get used to the thrill of djing first avenue i mean i just did a sold out new year's eve party there and right. and yeah. having 
15, 1600 people sing along to under pressure by Bowie and queen. Like mm-hmm. is there's the energy in that room. It melts me and it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Do you have, um, this is going to be an odd question that we ask. <laughs> you, al- well, you always qualify your, so you're weird. It's fine. We're good. Well, We're good. Just well, ask this may not be an odd question, but do you, have, <laughs> do you have, um, do you have, well, of course you have fans, but do you have like a, uh, I don't. That feels so weird. Super, but like, a, you know what I'm saying? Like, are a, you trying to ask him if he has super fans? Yeah, or like, yeah, some people, or like you know crazy why? people. Do you know that, why? Like, yes, do you I've know, dealt with that. Do you know okay. why I asked? Not to where like things have happened to like you know Mary Lucia levels, uh, right? Right, uh-huh, right, uh-huh, right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Where she had to like take time off of work, right. and there was court proceedings and all of that. Right. Um, just she bad, weird fan. messages sent where I've had to block people. Yeah. You know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, the time that I did see you, I kind of noticed a little bit of that. I was like, oh, you, know, you mean people? that just some, no, not crazy per se, but I think people can be very passionate. You know, we're talking about, you're bringing out these emotions in people mm-hmm. and somehow they're maybe projecting it on you or mm. this is like I, oh, yeah. straight, straight up psychology. Yeah. Too. They're, they're, right, if you're right. People, people will, uh, create in their mind a relationship with people they hear on the radio that doesn't exist from the other end. Oh, sure. Right? You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally. I, I've been getting that a lot yeah. from the podcast. Oh, for actually. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a lot of... You got people coming up. And people so full coming of shit. up to you. He's so full of shit. Look at him. He's like dreaming that it would happen. He's got a stalker. It's oh, made his day. No, no. But, you are, but, but it you're is a interesting, figure, though. You're yeah. controlling a crowd yeah. through music. Mm-hmm. That is, that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's pretty interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. so are you able to like... I mean, you push up little bass you know you can kind of people see ask if i energy pre-plan my sets and no a good dj doesn't you know mm-hmm. when i first started out i would be like okay i put hours into my set list i'm gonna play this song after this song and you know that ended in the first couple of weeks and a good dj just brings their collection and just feels the energy and the atmosphere and what they're responding on and it's just constantly rotating and changing mm-hmm. and then you just feed the crowd what they're wanting or where you want to take the room so oh, hmm. that's mm-hmm. that must be exhausting at the end of the night. Um, it, it is uh, at the VFW. It is because I'm on the ground level, and so people come up to me, and yeah. so I'm like talking to people. Right. I talk to people for four hours straight. Right. Where right. I, I swear to God, I would be a ten, a, a ten times better DJ than I am if I could like just sit and focus on your craft right. on my craft. Yep. I get um, that's what I was was part of my question and i i I don't want to sound like uh that you know like i don't want to be uh connecting with the people that come to my night because i'm unbelievably grateful forever Mm -hmm. grateful because those are the folks that keep transmission going Mm -hmm. um but it is hard to uh and and a lot of my regulars know that they'll come up they'll say hi you know uh they'll do say cheers and all that jazz and then they'll go dance for four hours um, but, um, you know, some will just hang and want to have a conversation mm-hmm. for 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm totally working. Like I, yeah. they don't realize that I'm working. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. they, yeah. they kind of feel like it's just kind of like a hangout. Uh, yeah. Fun you, it's all on autopilot right. and you're just there. Yeah. You know, and again, I don't want to seem like it's no, no, no. ungrateful. And, and I do appreciate mm-hmm. connecting with people that come to my nights mm-hmm. and like asking, you know, what they, what they're up to and what they want to hear. Um, but uh, at the at the same time, it, it does kind of take away a little bit. Reading intimate, the crowd and yeah. that energy. Yep. Oh, there know? are there are times where I'm like having a conversation, and then you know, there's I look over and there's 20 seconds left of the song, and I'm like, 
I got to throw something on it. It never would have been what I would have wanted it to. And right. then, but you, you got to find something. I got to throw something in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you uh, do do people make requests? And the and the reason I ask is because, all the time. Yeah. I'm a huge. Uh, what's great about transmission turning 19 in March is that everyone knows where they're coming to transmission. They know what the night's about, what I play. So the people requesting get it and they request good stuff. Okay. Uh, So Mm -hmm. like I'm literally playing in a four hour time, I'm playing 20 to 30 plus requests. Oh wow. Okay. So Mm -hmm. like my crowd has a huge control over uh, what transmission is on Wednesday nights. Like I'm playing well over 50% requests. A lot of DJs are like, fuck that. This is my night. You well, know? see, I, I find it, because I'm not a DJ, mm-hmm. but uh, Sarah's sister is a good friend. She's actually my stepmother, mm. uh, her sister. But anyway, oh. and uh, when, we, when we hang out, I, yeah, I, I don't know I'll explain it later. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But sometimes when we hang out, like if it's, if it's my phone, my playlist oh, making music, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it'll be my mother and Sarah and Maggie. And they'll they'll constantly be requesting things. Yeah. And I'm not a I'm no DJ. So then you're then you're sitting there like, well, hold on a minute. I'll try and find that for you. It gets really really tiresome. Yeah. I <laughs> go bug him. No, yeah. I know. I, and again, I, it's not bugging. I, no, not, I totally because yep. I I did come up to you at the John Kuzak thing, and I was like, I know you're working. You know, I just like at least here. Yeah, but I I appreciate people coming up and saying hello and yeah, and, all and it that. needs and it's again, love, it's just being aware that. that you're yes. working and don't like it's the people loiter, that don't understand don't that I'm doing a job. So yeah. I have to tell you that one the one time that I realized that I'm getting old is we went to the front. This may have only been a year ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was on a Saturday night. And I asked that he play Prince, and he was like, all right, because it's Prince. We played Prince. And then I went back again. I said, can you play Depeche Mode? And he's like, no. <laughs> and it was the crowd. The crowd was the early 20s. Yeah, it they'd was have no idea. Night. Oh, yeah, you yeah. can't And I was so Depeche upset, on them. but I said, that's okay. Yeah. But it's just a generational thing. Yeah. So I can appreciate that people are coming to your shows. They know what they're, oh, yeah. they're getting into. Because if they're coming up to you and saying... The Megan trainer, not to bag on her, but you know no. what I'm saying. They're yeah. not coming up and saying that stuff to you. No, the only people that will come. No, they don't even make it to me. You know, yeah. so there's maybe people more in the front part of the VFW that come in for a beer, and maybe there's a game on. There's no screens in uh-huh. the in the club portion where I'm at, uh, but folks will come in and the why is there 250 people in this room on a Wednesday night, like sweating and having a good time? They they're curious, and they come in and. But then they don't know, you know, maybe some of the songs and then they leave Um, every once (laughs) in a while. They'll be like, you know, hey, it sounds like you're doing a throwback night. You know, will you throw on some Nelly, you know, getting hot in here? (laughs) (laughs) And, I, you know, that's a great, that's a fun tune. That's a great tune. Yeah. That's a great whole. It's not what transmission is pretty good. Yeah. 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 I haven't, uh, I haven't. (laughs) It's pretty good. I know the the singles. Yeah. Um, but what's right, fun is right. that the last half an hour of every transmission is called Anything Goes. And that's where I will play Nelly. Huh. So, and I've been doing this for about eight years. It's, it's just called Anything Goes. And I'll, I'll play a maiden tune into Megan Trainer, into Nelly, into Dolly Parton, into whatever. Okay. And people stay on the dance floor and just go with it. It's, it's quite fun. Oh, that is fun. Yeah. 
So I wanted to ask you, I know you mentioned uh, Brian Ferry and yes. uh, obviously John Taylor. So yep. you've, you've actually talked to these people, interviewed them. Oh, I've interviewed a lot yeah. of my heroes. Like, yeah. who are some of your tops? That oh, what about, yeah, had. have you done a, I keep wanting to talk about Depeche Mode. Yeah. You, cause I've you were. I've met them. Um, you were, oh, and I meant to go a few man. weeks ago for the premiere of their that was insane. documentary so cool. and I did not get to make it, but, yeah. um. So you have. Yeah, what, yeah. What do you think? The night that they played the State Fair, which is by far probably one of the best shows I've ever been what to. Con- what tour was that? Um, this would have been, you probably were in New York City, it sounds like, still. Um, it was probably five, six years ago, maybe seven years ago. Sounds of the Universe? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I did not go to that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Were you in town then? No. Okay. No. Yeah, it was, it was insane. My wife and I had like second row, so I mean, they were right there in front of us and dave is such an unbelievable front man and he just you know oozes sexiness mm-hmm. and um you know both my wife and i think so yeah and, yeah know. i mean it's well fair, i was gonna ask enough. you actually i'll let you finish this yeah. but is john taylor as good looking as he seems i w- i did a phoner with john taylor oh okay yeah. all right yeah but uh, what's really fun and um because I've been able to do this with, uh, you know, the current and all that, it's it's leading to, and I'm getting to know people out on the coast, so mm-hmm. in L.A., and I'm getting on more radars, so I'm talking to uh, folks who run, like, the 80s cruises and 80s in the sands oh, type yeah. thing, and they're talking to me about potentially being a DJ and other 80s festivals where uh, it's packages, so mm-hmm. it's like they'll have like Billy Idol and Belinda Carlisle and Duran Duran would never do that because they're not at that point in their career. Like they can still fill a stadium, right? Which is insane. Yes. Awesome. And so can Depeche Mode and so can the cure that's, you know, people our age are Mm -hmm. keeping that going. Mm -hmm. And then even millennials and younger are, are helping fill those seats too, because it's again, it's just good, authentic music. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to do some of these right. little packages because then I get to like, I'll be able to meet like some of my true heroes, like Martha Quinn or Mark Goodman from mm-hmm. uh, and Richard Blade, who I've met before. But he was he's on Sirius XM, he's on mm-hmm. satellite radio, he does the New Wave channel. But he's like, he um, introduced uh, Depeche Mode at the Rose Bowl, which became the 101. 101. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's- yeah. That's a great. I'm completely so that, that, obsessed. Now you're hitting you are a, you're a huge Depeche Mode I, fan. I, I did. You. In yeah. middle school, yeah. I started listening to Black Celebration in my room all the time on repeat. I was a nice. bit of a moody kid. Yeah, you are. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, no, I still am. Yeah, I still am you're wearing black. I always am. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. New York for me. But yeah, yeah, it was Black Celebration, and then it was just everything Depeche Mode. I mean, to this day, they're still like my oh hell yeah my favorite, yeah. Mark yeah. Gore, and it's just... Well, Depeche, I mean, Dave Gunn is featured in a vocals, uh, in a brand new... I saw that. What? Yeah, what's the deal I, with that? I can't remember the name of the band now. It just came out yesterday, but My that I'm addicted to that song. It's beautiful. Um, well, did any? has anyone ever let you down that you've interviewed? That's funny. You, <laughs> that that's you a nice segue admit? there, because that's one of Depeche Mode's best tunes, Never Let Me Down <laughs> oh, Again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taking a ride with my best friend. Yep. Um, Never has let anyone, me down. God, <laughs> Has anyone ever let me down as far as uh, interviews? Um, or just kind of, you know, like, hmm. Underwhelming? Yeah. There are, are, are there are, yeah, well. Um, no one that you want to piss off. No. Don't, yeah. 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 So my my no. latest interview was Chrissy Hind of The Pretenders. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I did a phoner with her. She just did kind of a, a cool down tempo jazz record. And, um, I asked a question that, uh, she's like, what, didn't you read, didn't you, you know, didn't you read the liner notes or basically didn't you do your studies? Like, and yeah. I did, I, I didn't read the liner notes over CD. So, uh, I, I basically asked a question that probably I, sh- I should have known an answer to, or I shouldn't have even gone to, and sh- I, it rubbed her the wrong yeah. way. And that's not the way you want to start an interview. Yeah. But then I won her over in talking music. So I like, I, I quickly went into something <laughs> could, else. Yeah, adaptable. Because I know she's just a huge music fan, like we right. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I started talking music with her. And by the end, she's like, I could tell she didn't want the interview to end. And like, we were just talking music. And um, it's actually her autobiography is my next to read. Do you um, know that she was, ma- I just learned this. Do you know she was married to Jim, Jim Kerr? Kerr? I didn't Simple know Minds, that. As well as Ray Davis of the Kinks. She was married oh. to both. How long was she married to Jim? For eighty six, from like probably not not that long. Probably it was probably a pretty turbulent. I uh, have no idea. Have you met Jim Kerr? No, I haven't. I've mm. never seen Simple Minds. They're a bucket list oh. band. They, are, they can for still sure, bring it. So I saw sure Simple Minds open up for uh, NXS. Oh um, wow! <laughs> yeah, I never got to see NXS. Like thieves tour. Oh, oh hell yeah! NXS. Oh, I love. <laughs> yep, and Simple Minds opened up. Ah, oh, that would you be. should see Mystify the. Uh, yeah, we were just I'm talking about that. Right yeah. before you got in here, we awesome. were just talking. Don't you feel like they're underrated? Yet. Not underrated, but not as appreciated in excess. I think they're it's, they're, fun, it's funny you say that because yeah. I just overheard this conversation on a satellite radio um, on a, uh, yeah, there's a, a channel called volume where it's all music talk all day long. And the producer is a, a maybe a 28 year old, maybe 29 year old millennial. Mm. And then the hosts are Gen Xers like in their mid forties to approaching 50 and they were talking about in excess and the producer had no idea you know who who's in excess who's mm. michael hutchins and it's like yeah so that in excess is slowly like not going into the next generation whereas other bands like duran duran at least you know millennials or right. people younger know at least one song sure. by them sure you know because they're used in commercials or whatever mm. but in excess doesn't seem to be making the cut oh. and they used to be the biggest band oh, in the world they were. right huge yeah. huge but but thanks well we'll see what this movie brings Right. You know, um, Simple Minds actually this holiday uh, they were featured in a commercial. I saw that commercial. That's great yeah. commercial, right? With what, the drummer. What song do you think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was it? Um, Don't you forget about me. Yeah. Which right. is uh, a song. And speaking of Brian Ferry, that was offered to Brian Ferry uh, when it was uh, first, I, I guess, written, and uh, Brian turned it down, and then it was offered to uh, Billy Idol, and he turned it down, and then Simple Minds. Uh, didn't want to do it, and then they just finally twisted their arm, and you know, and then became their biggest, their biggest tune. And then they hated that song for the longest time because it's not. <laughs> Can you imagine having to play that in concert yeah. every time? But now they now yeah. they've they've embraced it and they love it. They're and touring yeah. in uh, Europe now. Yeah, they're they they're but, touring all the time. Well, you give yeah. us a heads up if you um, ever hear them coming around here. I wish they would because <laughs> that's they that would, would be a great. They would fill us. They would fill a theater here. They just I would think so. to, for sure. You know, I yeah. think so. Yeah, like the palace would be awesome because right. it'd have to be a theater where you can stand because you want to dance to it. So you know what I mean? Because you don't want to sit. That's what. I That's love, a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I remember seeing the Strokes at like the State or the Orpheum, and I love. 
like, you know, seeing David Byrne and seeing like Leonard Cohen and those artists when I saw those guys in those places. But when you see a rock band in a place where you're supposed to be seated, it's, it's tough. You know you wanna... who, would, who we just, or I just saw, we talked about this in the podcast, was Tom York played at the Northrop. Yeah, and I was there. Seated. Or yeah. we, and the, the energy, it, it's just because you know right. how kinetic he is. Yes. And so now he's playing at a... Um, Excel. Yeah, yeah, in April, which I'm I think like, is That is be massive. They, yeah, that would be... For Tom I, I York. Think, they yeah, push the radio stage. Radiohead, I understand, but wow. But him they solo. They push the stage up. I think right. so. They cut off a bunch of sections. Sure, okay. but it's still going to be a better venue for him. The Northrop, it's too hard. People are seated, and mm-hmm. who thought, who haven't you seen that you really mm-hmm. want to see? Well, Simple Minds are are a bucket uh, list. Yep. Uh, Cocteau Twins were a band that mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen that never did. Um, I never got to see Talking Heads. Never got to see the Smiths. Mm-hmm. I worshipped the smiths and morrissey and now yeah. I, I haven't played a morrissey song out in public in like three or four years because he's such uh for lack of a better term mm-hmm. he's a he's an asshole and he's yeah. a douchebag mm-hmm. right he's a dick he is yeah. a total dick he's a total dick and yeah. I, I hate everything that he's become and he's doesn't that suck it really yeah. sucks <laughs> yeah. talk about a music yeah. legacy oh you know? yeah i mean the smiths were huge oh my god oh but my you're right god, in the yeah. last couple the albums you know like i've I've got a few of them, and it's like, it's just too much yeah. for me. Yeah, he's just he's just a big mouth. Right. <laughs> he strikes again constantly. He does. Yes. Yeah, uh, but I love Johnny Marr. And, yeah. Um, and so I won't <clears throat> stop playing the Smiths out, just because I detest Morrissey these days, um, because the Smiths were three other people. Right. You know? And especially Johnny Marr wrote the music, um, and I'm just such a huge fan of johnny and even his music today i'll show you a video that he made for my daughter when we're off the oh. air here he uh well he kept, now that's pretty damn cool that's yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah he's super he's my guitar hero um, do you like the electronic then oh their debut isn't that I, I it's like one of my favorites yeah. with bernard sumner of <laughs> yeah order and uh, neil tennant the, of pet yes, shop boys that's it's a super group of like new can wave they come back together uh, yeah. Pet Shop Boys, they're like uh, Pet Shop Boys, the biggest selling duo in UK history. Yeah, if that's still correct. Yes, but not ever. That would be the Hall and Oates. Sorry, Simon. Oh, and Hall, I saw Woo. Hall and Oates last time around <laughs> at the state they fair. Came, they came uh, at a XL, XL. with yeah. Tears for Fears. Not Tears for Fears. No. It was um, Train. Oh, you saw them the, the show after. Yeah, yes. Train oh, stopped me from going to that show. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, sorry, Train. Jim's but you know what? Fan. No. No. But Jim, no. I told you this. I, we walked in, of course, we tried it. Sorry, Train. I mean, you're fine. But they <laughs> were playing. A, there's a time and place you know, for they, it. It's, has, just not, it's just not my deal. It's and not my place. They played a Led Zeppelin <laughs> cover, band, or cover. They played Heartbreaker. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Is I think there, they're used to it. They're, it's I don't want to say like Creed or Nickelback because no, but the, it's uh, that same. Oh, ooh, it's that same. I do it's like Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love you for saying that, man. <laughs> Listen, That's cool. It's you know I know I I know all of those bands get the brunt of like and they I do. know that like they're lead singers and and like they're all like I think that they're the interviews I've heard they're all like really cool guys and really are, nice people they're really yeah. nice yeah. people and they just get shit on yeah. uh, non-stop well, from like the music I do like them but I mean 
They have some horrible, horrible songs. I, Nickelback I, does? Yeah. yeah. It's his, it's his voice. It's, it's <laughs> right. his voice that drives me nuts. Yeah. It's, right. like the, yeah, yeah. it's kind of the, well, people say it's goat rock. And it oh, all yeah. started with Eddie Vedder. And, right. uh, you know, I, I like Pearl Jam, but it's the, I can't even do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. I mean, there's there's yeah. usually about like six or eight words I can understand in a Pearl Jam song, even though I like Pearl Jam yeah. well enough. But yeah. like, I have no fucking clue what they yeah, just said. Yeah. Like, not a, not a word. <laughs> right. Uh, we should uh, let you get to your next. I don't know. Oh. Yes. I don't know what time it is. You guys like that? You, well, you're you gonna have to come back in and. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's 10 to 2. Wow, yeah. that was good. Yes, I know. <laughs> nice work, guys, with your podcast. I know. <laughs> These, I know that this conversation could just continue forever. Hours. Yeah, yeah. which I... It's, Got a few I, things I, in common here. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, definitely. Minus Nickelback. <laughs> right. So, yeah. It's always minus it's Nickelback. It's always minus Nickelback. <laughs> but, you know, at this point now, I just have to throw it out there, yep. you know, right. just to kind of... Hi, I'm Jim. I like Nickelback. Stir the pot, you know? There's got to be a group somewhere for you. Right. I mean, support group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan. No, but I can't. He's but, only got like six it. of their albums up in the rack yeah. there, but he's not a huge. Well, fan. let's if they came to town and um, yes, you you would. Okay. Yes, all right. Yes. And tickets were over a hundred bucks. You'd still spend a hundred. Uh, well, everything's over a hundred bucks. That's true. So well, you know, yeah. I, anything good. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Nickelback <laughs> might be under a hundred. Right. <laughs> well, uh, something that was just announced yesterday. It's more on the industrial side, but. It, Something tells me you would be into it. Um, KMFDM um, uh, and Ministry and so, Frontline mm, Assembly. Yeah. Do you get into more of that metal, dark, industrial so, stuff? So the one thing at, at the front was the Ministry, like yeah. night. You know, so yeah. I remember swinging in there. So I'm mm-hmm. a huge Ministry fan. Okay. Yeah. They're coming to play Absolutely. First Avenue. Yeah. yeah. And that would be great. Yeah. Fantastic. I could See, really go I'm, for uh, that. There's sometimes I get angsty for that industrial stuff um, but I love their first album do you know With, With Sympathy yes yes yeah, pure and, straight up and that's up there synth pop yeah, yeah it's, it's great. I'm still old school so I've got the ministry CDs yeah because that's when that came out yeah you know? 1983 so, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> nuts I know <laughs> <laughs> so we got some dates. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you want to share that with us? Yes. So things coming up in in uh, in in the near future. We've got um, sharing. I don't want to say sharing the bill. It's a suburb show, but I'm on the bill and I'm bringing them to the stage on Valentine's Day. Mm, That'll okay. be a very yes. fun day at First Avenue in the uh, in the main room on uh, February 14th on. Uh, March 3rd, I will be at the Fine Line with Post-Punk Legends Wire at uh, the next night. March 4th, I'll be at the Ordway with Howard uh, Johnson. Howard Johnson. <laughs> please, welcome. Stand at the Howard Make, Johnson. Please take your shoes off. <laughs> now, Howard Jones. And again, um, wow. one of the best bassists uh, in the world, Nick Beggs of Kaja Gugu, will be joining Hojo for that show at the Ordway. And that's on March 4th. Uh, March 21st is the um, uh, 19th anniversary of Transmission. That's going to be at First Avenue in the main room. And uh, this is going to be such a beautiful date because it correlates extremely well with something else that is happening downtown that night. And I'm hoping that a lot of people will walk right out of the theater and come dance and celebrate everything 80s because Pee Wee Herman will be uh, downtown that night. Doing what? Uh, 
Uh, it's celebrating Pee Wee's Big Adventure's the 30th or 35th anniversary, and it's going to sell out. I mean, he's they're showing the movie, and then it's a Q&A with him, and it's like a meet and greet for VIPs. And uh, So is that on sale yet? Yes, it is. And is your, your anniversary show? It hasn't even been announced yet. Okay. No. Okay. No. Cool. Yeah, you guys got the fancy. Yeah, yeah. we're in. We're in. well. <laughs> oh, and we're, we're telling everybody. We're going. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going. Yeah, and then uh, May twelfth. Uh, this is being announced today at uh, two o'clock. Uh, our, our great UK band called House of Love is going to be uh, playing the that the Turf Club, and I can't wait to uh, you know share. Uh, Share some great music with the fans that come and see House of Love and get the uh, get the audience ready to see a, a great band that uh, really deserves a lot more love in the in the states than they than they got. So hopefully they'll see the love and at, at the Turf Club that night on May twelfth. And your website remind people where they can find you. Um, well, you can just look up you know DJ Jake Root on Facebook to find my calendar mm-hmm. of events of everything that I just posted. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in like business uh, on the business side of like you know hey I'm getting married or my daughter is getting married or I know someone getting married or my company's having a holiday party or I'm turning 40, 50, 60, I'm turning 80 mm-hmm. and I want you to <laughs> right. rock some Sinatra. You just go out to www.transmission-music.com and then I've got a great team of DJs, the best in town, that will uh, keep your guests rocking and jazzing. Jasmine. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jake. This it's is been fun. Super yeah. fun. Jake, thanks yeah, for coming. Yeah, very much. Yes. Yeah, I love. Awesome. I love. I could talk music. Oh, well, <laughs> for well, we're yeah. gonna have so, you in again. Don't yeah. you I could listen. I, I can't participate much, but I sure did enjoy you guys talking about it. Honestly, it's all good. It's right great on. conversation. All right, thank you so all much. Right. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We love comments and feedback, so go ahead and let us have it. If you'd like to learn more about Andalin and other legacy projects, visit the website at andalin.app or kineticlegacy.us. Take care. (laughs) 